I look at life like a marathon. More so than the physical side, the mental aspect of being committed to something that challenges you. Throughout all the challenges this journey threw at me, I remember times when my faith, my commitment, it was all tested. Being raided by the police, or back and forth to jail, to my best friend being murdered. To earlier times catching the bus to the train for hours Just to use the studio for like 60 minutes Everything around me was screaming give up The vision you got for your life is delusional People like you don't even achieve on that level The thing that kept me going boiled down to one question Would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world Or at peace with yourself and at war with the world Hey guys, it's Kareem with the Hustle and Motivate podcast. Today's episode, I am going to cover our latest article on hustleandmotivate.com being drop shipping 101. Um, I've been getting a lot of questions from people asking me, how do I start? How do I start? How do I start? So, um, of course, you know, I've been doing some consultations, um, But then I figured, um, you know, maybe we should just aggregate all the information from these podcasts into one um, simple article that you guys can just read through, get the steps to start, and then you can hit me up for the consultation if you need more help. But then, of course, I always suggest that everyone listen to some of the earlier episodes of this podcast, even though I know they aren't as polished um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it'll still help. You'll, you'll see exactly, um, what, uh, what issues I had and then how I solved them. Um, I always try to be upfront with how I'm feeling with you guys. So that's why I always recommend you listen to the podcast, but for now, let's just, uh, get started with dropshipping 101. Um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to just read through some of the article that we wrote, um, and just break down a few things for you best that I can. Um, so first things first, what is dropshipping? Um, dropshipping uh, known by another name is called product sourcing, whereas you'll list a product, someone comes and they'll buy it from you. You purchase that product from online supplier and ship it directly to your customer. That way you don't have to deal with any of the shipping, any of the packaging, um, not really any of the inventory, which I'm going to get into in a second. Um, so it's a very uh, streamlined process. Um, I normally recommend people start on eBay or Amazon, but um, I have not started my Amazon business yet, which is why I primarily just going to focus on eBay because, you know, I don't want to lead you guys down the wrong path, just assuming that both platforms are the same. Now, the reason I normally say start on Amazon or eBay is because these are marketplaces. Now, marketplaces already have traffic which means there are already people on these websites looking for products. Whereas if you started a Wix or a Shopify, you would then have to run advertisements to get people to your website. So um, the Wix Shopify um, model is more expensive and it's more risky simply because um, if you're new to the whole e-commerce thing, 
it's already going to be um, an uphill battle for you to, uh, you know, kind of get used to this whole process. But then if you on top of that, throw in now having to learn how to run ads, because it's not as simple as just putting your email address and just, you know, saying, okay, $10, see how many people I can get. It doesn't work that way. Um, so yeah, again, you know, I highly suggest that people start with eBay or Amazon since they are marketplaces. Then once you get your foot in the door and you start to see some profit coming in, then you can try your hand at, um, you know, like a Shopify drop shipping. And when you do, uh, like Shopify drop shipping, um, that's where you're, um, more likely going to be using, um, like Alibaba because you're getting products from China because it's, it's a lot cheaper. So that's the primary reason that people use, um, the Shopify drop shipping models because they, they tend to use, um, Alibaba. And with Alibaba, I mean, you're paying, you know, cents on the dollar for these items. So your profit margin is so much larger, you know, and then it's your own website. You don't have to deal with, with, you know, any flags or any strikes or any, like, you know, you, you can run your website as, as you see fit. Um, so that's the basic rundown of what dropshipping is. Um, and then the, the easiest way to get started, I'm going to get, I'm going to walk you through it. Um, one, create an eBay account. Now, when you create the eBay account, um, it's going to ask you to create an account name. Now, what I did is I created a brand because I know that um, I want return customers. So once we give good service and good business, I want people to remember us as a brand. You know, if it was just, um, you know, uh, Kareem, Kareem 123 store, you know, I mean, it, you could probably run with that as a brand, but it's not as good. So the examples that I gave in the article are marks underscore electronics or top dot notch dot deals. And the reason you have to do the underscore the dots is because eBay doesn't allow you to put spaces. So even though the brand could just be marks electronics, you have to put the underscore or you'd have to put um, the periods. Um, now, when you do start your eBay store, um, or create a brand new eBay account, I should say, you'll only have, um, you'll only be able to list, um, either 10 items or, um, a total of $1,000 in value. So for example, let's just say you list, um, you list five items, right? But each item is worth, um, $200. Then you've already hit that $1,000 cap for the month. Right. And then on the opposite end, let's just say you listed two items. No, excuse me. I said that wrong. Let's just say you listed. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, let's just say you listed 10 items. Right. But every item is only five bucks. So that's only $50 worth. You've already hit the 10 item cap, so you can't really list anymore, even though you haven't hit the $1,000 cap. So it's whichever you hit first, whether it's the 10 items or the $1,000 um, uh, value. So um, it is based on the price that you're selling at for the $1,000 value, not necessarily how much money you make for the month. Okay. Uh, now, 
some of us have had eBay accounts for years. So I would suggest looking through some of your old um, email accounts and seeing if um, you can log back into that old eBay account because if you can, then you'll be a bit ahead of the game because your account may not have those restrictions on it because you've had it for some time already. Right now, the next step would be to create a PayPal account. You know, very simple um, to get that started. Um, oh, one thing with the eBay account, people always ask, should I do personal account or business account? You could do either or. If you already have a business entity, go ahead, do a business account. If you want to do the regular personal one, it's fine. I don't really see a difference, um, but in all transparency, I did create a business account just to see if anything would change. I don't know. Um, it, it's really up to you. Um, same deal with PayPal. Um, with PayPal, um, they'll ask you whether or not you want to do a business account or a personal account. And it's the exact same thing. It's really up to you. Um, I started with personal, eventually switched over to business, primarily switched over to business um, just so that I can see more of the analytics for the sales because they don't show you analytics on the personal account. Cool. Now, um, PayPal um, has some beginner restrictions as well if it's your first, if it's a new account, um, but their restrictions are a little different. How they work is they are going to hold some of the money that comes in. So for example, let's just say you sold five items today um, and each item was worth 50 bucks. They might hold, uh, they might hold the income from three of those sales. Okay. So that would be $30 and they will hold that for about seven days. And in seven days, it'll automatically release into your account. So what this means is that um, right now is, would actually be the ideal time to get started with eBay. Um, if you're able to, uh, yeah, right now will be the ideal time to get started with eBay simply because you can delay, um, processing orders because most shipping times are longer anyway. So you, all you'd have to do is adjust your shipping times for your items to just just to compensate for not only the fact that the supplier you, you choose is probably gonna take two to three weeks longer to ship than normal, plus then you also have this seven day um, wait time for your funds to be released. Now, if for example, you do not want to um, wait seven days before um, processing these orders, your only bet, the the only option I should say that you really have is to front it yourself, which would be to pay for it yourself, process the order, and then in seven days, the money will release. Since your supplier isn't going to ship for two to three weeks anyway, there's really no risk to you, you know, where if something happens or, you know, be worried about losing your money. Like, I mean, like I have yet to have any major issues whether it's with eBay or PayPal, where I've just outright lost money and just, you know, there there was no way of making sure it never happened again. Because normally anytime I lost money was my fault and I said, okay, this is how we're going to fix that problem and we fixed it. Um, and of course, I go through that a lot in um, previous episodes of the podcast when I've had issues. 
Um, now, another thing you definitely want to do is to create a, um, a business entity. Um, now, I'm not going to tell you what type of entity that you should um, you should create, but I can tell you what I did. I started a sole proprietorship simply because um, I saw that my business income and my personal income would be seen as one and the same in terms of the IRS. So even though we're going through COVID-19 right now, unfortunately, that means that because my business um, grossed in revenue over $230,000, I don't qualify for any of these like stimulus things just because they're like, well, you made too much money last year, which is fine. I have cash flow. I don't really need the money anyway. I'd prefer to go to somebody who really needs it. But, um, how it benefited me is that, um, when I did go to the car dealership, I got approved. Um, when I applied for my new apartment, um, every apartment I applied for, I got approved. Um, I was able to pay down on all my credit card debts. You know, it looks good on your, your credit, um, your credit report just because, uh, as I said, the business income looks the same as your, excuse me, is seen as one and the same in the, in the eyes of the IRS. So as, um, as I've mentioned on the, on the website and sometimes in the podcast that this year, the business is scaled, is, uh, projected to make between 800,000 and 1.2 million. So next year when I file taxes, that's going to look like that's what I made you know, last year, which technically it is what it is since my business and my personal are the same. Um, now I do know the reason that people normally don't do sole proprietorship is because if, for example, something were to happen with the business, I would be personally liable. They can come directly after my money, which is why people normally do LLCs. All right. But the reason I, I, um, went for a sole proprietorship instead of an LLC is because I am not running, you know, for, for example, a restaurant or a gym, you know, something where someone can get hurt and then they can come and sue me. I'm doing e-commerce sales. Like there's really no reason for anyone to sue me for anything. I mean, and even if it did happen, what it'd be for like you know, just the cost of whatever the item was. That's like small claims, whatever. So in the future, yes, I will be, um, I will be, uh, changing my business entity to something else, um, mainly for tax purposes. Um, but of course, um, I can't tell you guys what to do and I will be, um, I will be getting some um, advice from a tax professional. Um, and I highly uh, suggest you guys do that as well in terms of creating your business entities um, as well as, um, excuse me, as well as uh, filing your taxes. Now, if you guys do need um, help creating your business entity, I have a good friend of mine by the name of Crystal. Um, you, you guys can check her out at crystalsbusinessconsulting.com. Crystal is C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L businessconsulting.com. She offers um, a few different services. Um, Check it out. Um, I even see here that she has 25% off on all her services 
for about the next two days. It's only until the 19th. So if you're listening to this now, definitely check her out. Um, and of course, uh, the link is within the Dropshipping 101 article in um, bullet point number three at the bottom. Okay, so now the next I the next thing I always recommend people to do is to list some items from around the house and sell those on eBay before you start drop shipping. Because what you want to do is you want to show eBay that you are somebody they can trust. You're not just someone up or you know that just created um, a new store um, and you're trying to scam people. You know, you want to really prove yourself in their eyes. And from my experience, what I've seen with other people, it, it hadn't happened with me. From what I've seen with other people is when you start um, a brand new store, you get banned right away. And you know what? I shouldn't say it hadn't happened with me because it has. Because I actually tried to start a new eBay store. That way I can have two running. And the mistake I made with that one that I didn't with this first one is that I automatically started to list items to drop ship and right away eBay banned me within like the first 48 hours I got banned. So the way I started my current store is I was actually garage selling. So I would go around the neighborhoods and I would go to garage sales and I would just buy things for cheap and then flip them. And because, you know, I had been making sales and doing all this stuff in the beginning, that's what got me through, um, you know, the beginning when I had all these limitations, that's what got me through, um, you know, this quote unquote probationary period and really established my account as somebody trustworthy in the eyes of eBay. Now, um, one thing I should mention as far as the probationary period for eBay, um, every month you can request an increase and, you know, they'll slowly be able to, um, increase your limits. Um, they just don't want you to be able to just list a bunch of stuff and not be able to fulfill orders. And, you know, it looks bad on eBay, not necessarily you specifically, because if there's any issues, people are normally just going to be mad at eBay. They're going to be on social media talking bad about eBay, not necessarily your store. So, um, like I said, I suggest listing stuff from around the house. Don't just list any old items. I do know, um, I used to do mugs. People like mugs. Um, if you got any sort of, um, cool, let's say Starbucks mugs or peanuts mugs, um, you know, anything like that, um, I know would sell, um, pretty decent, um, you know, any plush toys, like if you're into like Teletubbies or Beanie Babies, stuff like that, um, you know, just in, and, and in this stage of the game, it's not really about making a profit, you know? So if even you're only making 50 cents, a dollar, $2, that's absolutely fine. Because remember, you're really just trying to establish yourself as someone who can um, make sales, process the orders and deliver them with good service. And once you can do that and establish yourself in eBay, you'll be good. So I highly suggest not skipping that step. Um, so there's a few different um, uh, bullet points within step number four. So just, you know, make sure you go through it, you know, do your competition research. Um, you know, there's always going to be other people who are selling the same item. Um, so which is why I said you're really not, you really shouldn't be too concerned with profit. You should really just be concerned with um, making the sales. 
Um, product descriptions are really important. You want to make sure they're accurate. You don't want to be selling something that's blue and in your listing you say that it's red. Um, it, it just creates headaches with returns and you don't want to deal with that because, you know, eBay is going to charge you for the, um, for the return prepaid label. Okay. Um, so the next step would be to, uh, once you finally, let's just say you've made four or five sales already and, um, you know, you've already asked eBay for an increase in your limit because it's been, you know, a month already. Now you would want to create an account on your supplier's website. Now, I mean... Technically, you can do this beforehand, but I just know the temptation is going to be there to just skip step number four. And I really, really, really don't want you guys to be, you know, three weeks in and then your account gets banned and you have to start all over again. You know, like that's it's just going to be a pain in the ass, you know. And so just, you know, do it in the steps that I tell you and you should be fine. So what you want to do is create an account on your supplier's website, whether that's Walmart, Lowe's, Home Depot, or wherever. And once you create an account on their website, you should be looking for the um, the place where you can um, get tax exempt. Okay, so somewhere at the bottom of the page, you may want to just search tax exemption or even just pick up the phone and call them. However, right now, because of COVID, you're probably not going to be able to get through in a timely manner. It'll probably take you like two hours just to speak to someone. You might as well just like Google um, tax exempt Lowe's, tax exempt Home Depot, tax exempt Walmart, and it'll probably take you directly to their tax exempt page. You can read all the information that they have and start applying. Now, you're going to need your tax ID from your business entity to um, get your tax exemption. Some states do require use in sales tax. Um, so um, on your supplier's website, um, for those states, they're not going to allow you to just simply put in your tax ID number. They're going to want you to go to that state's um, .gov, their official .government website, and apply for use in sales tax for that state and um, get that number from them and then give that over to your supplier. That way, anytime you make a purchase, um, it will be tax exempt. And then what happens now is when you make your sale on eBay, you pass the the tax burden onto your customer. So your customer is gonna pay the taxes and eBay will remit it. Now, from my understanding, eBay is at this point should be collecting um, eBay should be collecting taxes from all the states in the country. Um, however, if for whatever reason they are skipping, you know, it, they skip a state and you get the tax revenue or whatever the case is, I recommend that you guys sign up for a tax jar for um just to keep track because what TaxJar does is once you connect your account, um, your PayPal account to TaxJar, if any tax money comes into your PayPal account, TaxJar will be able to identify, okay, it was um, X amount of dollars from this state. 
So that way at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter, you'll know exactly how much money you're required to remit to those states. Cool. All right. And again, you know, just consult a tax professional, you know, consult somebody who really knows taxes. I mean, I've done my own research. I've consulted with tax professionals. So that's why I've set it up the way that I have. But for you, um, for your peace of mind, I would suggest just doing a consultation with a tax professional. I mean, it'll probably cost you 50 bucks, 100 bucks just to talk to somebody for an hour and ask all the questions and get the answers you need. I mean, it's, it's worth it. Just do that. Um, now, next step, once you have your eBay account set up, your PayPal account set up, and you have... Um, your tax exemptions all approved. Now it's gonna take maybe about 24 to 48 hours sometimes for these different websites to approve your tax exemption. Once your tax exemption is approved, now you're ready to start sniping because once once um, purchases start coming in, you wanna be able to process those orders. So what sniping is, is that sniping is um, locating other dropshippers on eBay and then finding items that they're dropshipping from the exact same supplier. So within the article, the example that I give is from Lowe's. So let's just say in step five, you decided that you were going to um, create an account on Lowe's.com. Well, excuse me, Lowe's for pros. With Lowe's, I would suggest Lowe's for pros because um, with Lowe's for pros, you get some some benefits. Um, I don't recall off the top of my head, but Lowe's for pros, <laughs> right? So... Um, yeah, so now let's just say you, oh, excuse me, that's why. Low, uh, you, you can only get the tax exemption through Lowe's for Pros. You can't get tax exemption through regular Lowe's.com. That's why. Okay, so um, let's just say you applied for Lowe's for Pros. Um, now you have your tax exemptions. You're all set. You're good to go. Um, what you want to do is now go on eBay and search for um, Lowe's brand. You'll do the same thing with Home Depot. If Home Depot has a specific brand that only they sell, if you see anyone selling it on eBay, more than likely they're a dropshipper. Okay, so back to Lowe's. So some store brands that belong to Lowe's will be Allen Roth, Harbor Breeze, or Cobalt. So the example we gave here are some seat cushions for Allen Roth. So what you would do, you would type in Allen Roth, you would look through the listings, you would click on some of them. Um, let's just say you clicked on one, then you would want to go over to their other items or, or look at their other, um, or look at their full list in their store and see what they're selling. Now, if you see multiple Allen Roth, if you see Harbor Breeze as well, Cobalt, all store items, then you know there's a really, really good chance that this person is drop shipping from Lowe's. So now you can start to go through some of their items that are not store brands that they're also drop shipping from Lowe's because, so for example, let's just say it was um, something called a Silhouette Professional Quality Care Iron, right? All you do now is you go into Lowe's and you'll punch in Silhouette professional quality garment care iron and if it pops up great now you know that you can drop ship from you, you, you can list that one and um, when it sells 
you can just place the order on um on Lowe's on Lowe'sforpros.com and ship it directly to your customer. Um shit. And um I think that's it basically. It's very straight simple. I mean, um normally what I do in terms of determining which items I'm gonna list in the store is I always choose items that have sold within excuse me, I've that have sold three to four times within the past month because you want something that has demand, you know? And then I don't really play the price war games in terms of, of drop shipping. Um I just kind of just we just do whatever price and we just rock with it. Because from my understanding um it i mean it's it's really difficult to know how eBay's algorithm Cassini works but eBay has an algorithm called Cassini and Cassini works on a lot of different things in terms of ranking your um ranking your listing so for example let's just go back to this Alan Roth one as you can see in the article if you're looking at it now it's so there's so many of the same item um you would just think that the cheap the customer is going to go to the cheapest one but not necessarily you know because sometimes um they're more likely to go with the person who has um the better feedback rating maybe or they might go with the one that um is being sold by a top-rated seller or they may even go with the one that that has sold the most even if it's even if it's priced 10% higher than every other item listed it's $10 higher than all the other listings but it has a hundred more sales than all the other listings. So people will probably go towards that one. So it's it's really difficult to know and there's really no rhyme or reason. So it's really up to you as to how you wanna manage your store and manage your business. Um, I would say don't let anybody tell you that this is the 100% way to sell your item because they're lying to you. There is no 100% way. You have to figure it out in terms of what works best for your store and keep tweaking. All right, and then um, what I would suggest is to download our template, the free spreadsheet template. This will help you manage um, the inventory. And when I say inventory, quote unquote, obviously you're not gonna have any of these items in your house, but um, you wanna keep track of the items that you're selling and on which website they are and where on the website it is. You know, you don't want someone to purchase this silhouette iron um, and then now you have to go search everywhere on Lowe's for it because you don't remember exactly where it is. Whereas if you just kept tracked in the spreadsheet, you would have the the link to your listing right next to the link on the supplier's website. That way when somebody makes a purchase, all you do is you click the link and it'll take you directly to the um the supplier's website where the item is and then you place the order and it's a lot easier it's a lot less um headache and then of course when you get to the point to where you got vas and stuff you already have a built-in system for them to just fold right into now the other thing i want to mention for sure there is this thing called the vero list now vero are a list of items or a list of brands that are not allowed to be sold on ebay if you sell any of these items ebay will remove your items 
item and you will be warned. If you list it again, you will get banned. So I have the link to the Vero, excuse me, to the Vero list there. Definitely look that through, excuse me, and make sure you're not listing any Vero items in your eBay store. Um, and once you do that, um, just keep repeating the sniping. Just keep um, searching. After you find one eBay dropshipper and you go through all their items, then do the same thing again. Put a store brand, find another dropshipper, go through their store, see if they have stuff that you wanna list, list their items. Um, oh, one thing I did skip is that when you do find an item that you want to list, it's very easy to copy the listing um, directly under the, the pictures on the left hand side. It should say um, sell one like this. And all you'd have to do is click that and then eBay will pre-populate um, a brand new listing for you um, with all the info. Now, you may want to... Um, you may want to change the pictures um, because sometimes uh, sometimes dropshippers add different stuff to the pictures. That way, uh, I guess to deter people from sniping. I mean, even though it doesn't really help. So you can normally just take pictures from the supplier's website. However, sometimes I have had an issue like one or twice where... Um, I get a message from eBay saying that the supplier said that um, I used their image without their permission, whatever. I mean, this really only happened like twice and it wasn't like a major flagging or anything like that. So, I mean, it's really up to you whether or not you um, uh, want to take it from the supplier's website or you can just um, snag um, pictures from somewhere on Google or again, just use the ones from the dropshipper just you know make sure that um the pictures are accurate to the item that you're going to be selling as well as the description because as i said before you don't want to be selling something that says that it's red in your listing and then you're shipping a blue item it's just going to create headaches um so that's about it for drop shipping 101 um we have updated the website um it is now hustleandmotivate.com. Um, you should still be able to get there for, by going to hustleandmotivatepodcast.com. However, our SSL, our security certificate, is no longer up to date. So you might get like a, a security warning that looks kind of scary, but you know, don't worry about that. You guys can just um, from now on go to hustleandmotivate.com. Um, that's where you'll find the Dropshipping 101 article as well as the spreadsheet. They are the main articles um, on the right side um, next to my background. Um, and then, of course, guys, if you have any questions um, as far as getting started beyond the Dropshipping 101, I do highly recommend hitting me up for a consultation. I promise you it's worth it. Um, that's, the, that's the reason I'm only charging 20 bucks um, because it's... It, 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 you know, I do need to charge for my time, but it's, it's such a simple thing. Like I can't really justify charging you guys an absurd amount of money 
for this information because it's so easy. You know, and once you get into the flow of it, you're really not going to need my help. Ideally, what I want to do is create our own community on the Facebook page um, where we can continue to share our experiences and what's been going on. Um, And I've also added a comment section in the at the bottom of the articles for you guys to leave comments um anyway so again that's it guys um good luck to you guys on drop shipping um if you're just starting and again uh, if you need help i'm open to consultations just schedule one from hustleandmotivate.com peace